So you heard some things. The Beats were hipsters. And I guess if we don't think about the way hipsters are defined now, because often when we hear the word hipsters, we think of phonies. And of course, there were a lot of phonies way back then. But I guess they were hip to hip to the jive, hip to black music, hip to jazz, you know. So that, that's not so far off. You're going to give them that. And then somebody else said pre-hippies. Okay, yeah, you know, good. You got the time frame right. Good. That's that's important because they were the ones, as I've said, on and on and on, paved the way for the hippies. You know, without the beats, there wouldn't have been a hippie movement. That, that's I just maintain that's true. Then... We heard Bob Dylan was in the Beat Generation. Now, I'm going to give half marks. If I was a teacher marking a paper on this, right, I'd give, I'd put a check mark beside the Beats for Hipsters, pre-hippies. Yeah, okay, bam, you get a you get a mark there, two marks depending on what it's worth. Bob Dylan was in the Beat Generation. I think I'd kind of circle that one. You you want to give them almost half a point, okay. Bob Dylan was heavily influenced by the Beats. And his his lyrics and his early songs, his poetry, that's kind of beat-infused. And there's that famous picture of Allen Ginsberg and Bob Dylan sitting at the grave of Jack Kerouac. So I'd, I'd give that student, I'd, I'd, I'd give more than half a mark. I'd give a mark. You're, you're incorrect, but you you got part of it. You made a connection that was a fair connection. Now, somebody else, and I believe it was uh, Michael, um, said, oh, yeah, poetry, jazz, snapping fingers, beatniks, and check marks for that. Good for you. Now, the only thing we just want to be clear about beatniks, they didn't call themselves beatniks. Beatniks was a term the press came up with, which was meant to be insulting. It was like, this is the time of Sputnik, 1957, when that was launched. And it was meant sort of to lump the beats in with the uh, communists, you know. Okay, they're probably, you know, commies as well. They're everything else antisocial. So it was a pejorative term. But, you know, he was right. People And today people sort of mix the two together. Beats, beatniks, it's all the same. So... You want to correct it, but you also want to say, okay, you're, you're not far off. Now, the only one that really I found very startling was, um, oh, yeah, I read all those guys, and we sort of we included Catcher in the Rye about Holden Caulfield, written by J.D. Salinger, as you know. But I guess I, I would think that Salinger would probably be almost the opposite of a beat figure. Like he was a loner. He didn't want to have anything to do with anybody. And yeah, you know, you want to encourage the students. Okay. I, I guess you can, you can see the character of Holden Caulfield is just, you know, he's an oddball, an outcast, but he was like, he was 16 and the, the beats were sort of, they were adults and, and yeah, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to circle that. I'm going to say, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. Neither the writer nor the character are beat, uh, at all, but I can see if a young person being impressed by this book, what's most surprising 
Not one person ever mentioned the names Jack Kerouac or the book On the Road or the name Allen Ginsberg, the name I'm putting forth all the time. So it's like, oh my God, my work hasn't even begun. But uh, of course, nobody cares, dude. Nobody cares. <laughs> so, okay, now here, the glaring one, the one where we're going to get, uh, you know, the red pen comes out for this. Authors like that guy who did Walden. Now, Again, I guess the connection they've made is he dropped out of society, and maybe I guess a lot of people think the beat sort of dropped out of society. Okay, there's a connection. But the interesting thing about Walden by uh, Thoreau was that it was published in 1854, like a hundred years before the beats. So, man, Scarborough dude fucking destroyed Ryan. Am I right? <laughs> Did you hear that episode, Ryan? No. It's really entertaining. Tell, tell, tell us about it. Berate yes. me on why my I mean, uh, high school basic English education was absolute bullshit. That's not a fun time. <laughs> it was actually really interesting where, because uh, Scarborough dude pulled out his like school teacher thing where he's like going down, like if this was assignments that we gave him each of our little assignments on the beats and he's like okay this one's pretty accurate uh this one you know i'd give it the points but i'd write a note that like you're on the right track not quite right but but pretty good the only person who wasn't even close <laughs> was ray <laughs> i i don't agree <laughs> I, he's basically being like we are right now with when people say Ugh, millennials. And we're like, why the fuck are you even saying that? Millennials are now like almost 40 years old. Like that argument is to us what his argument is to this. Uh, uh, No, I don't think so. I disagree. I think it's more like, it's like if you lumped grunge music in with punk. It's not the same thing, but. No, I totally agree. Those aren't right. But it's, they're closer than pop and grunge. For sure, there's there are derivatives of each other, but it's just yeah, it's its own thing. But wasn't he that, saying also that Catcher in the Rye is like completely from the wrong era, era or something? Yeah, like that? I, that was that, wrong. Yeah, that was wrong. Yeah. I, was, I was like, it, it, <laughs> oh well, then he brought up because you also think of another example, oh, yeah, and rather think, than like stumble over my words, I gave another one, and it was obviously fucking fired up, Scarborough dude. Oh, uh, it was it was so <laughs> funny though, because Scarborough dude really he really was trying to put on his like kind school teacher voice of like I want I want to encourage learning, I don't want to uh, just like. Make people feel bad but he's like the other example she brought up was uh walden henry david thoreau that came out in 1853 <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's a solid argument <laughs> but yeah during that conversation uh i i deliberately really held back because i'm like like i know the names i i can say the names of some beats but i don't know who they are they're a blob to me like i don't know the difference between this guy and that guy so I just deliberately... Okay, can I say, can I put one out so that if I'm wrong on this, then obviously everything I ever thought was wrong? Please do. Um, sure. The, on the road. That's yeah, Jed. Okay. Yeah, right? Kerouac. Kerouac? Kerouac. Correct, Kerouac. Okay, like, seriously, it's all a bunch of white men. Like, I, I did a lot of research on, oh, on the Wikipedia. <laughs> oh, Professor Katie's here. Carry on. Yeah, no, Professor Katie really is here. I'm all excited. She listened to all the Scarborough oh, Dude podcast. It's a lot of, 
I did a lot of research today and like it's a lot of white people and it's a lot of whatever. Like it's a lot of all oh, these things happen and like whatever it led to like we can be sexual and we like drugs and stuff, but like whatever, who cares? It was like so it, long ago. It was a lot of it, I mean, you know, in Honestly, oh man, I'm gonna hear about this if, if I say this statement. But it's kind of like white people listen to jazz and went what else is possible? <laughs> yeah. That's that's how I feel. Uh, the beats. Fine. And white people have been appropriating black culture ever since. Yeah. yeah based, well, that was the first time. Since 1950. Yeah, right. <laughs> some of the stuff that they were arguing for, like, oh, like I did a lot of research, like capitalism, capitalism sucks. You know, capitalism still sucks. You didn't do shit. Like, <laughs> like you know, that's right. President who's like all oh, rich people because you get richer, like it's just like you didn't do shit. Yeah, well, that's step up, Letty Bruce. <laughs> Again, yeah, this shit. is here's my offensive thing that'll offend everyone of uh, of Scarborough dudes generation is is yeah, I do feel like all these people with well-meaning ideals and stuff, like where did any of it go? If you really want the shit from the 40s and the 50s that is relevant. It's like Ayn Rand. She foresaw neoconservatism. You know, I'm not saying it's nice, but it's the actual present that we're in, not this I, I beatnik also, bullshit. I also feel like a lot of neoconservatives just use her to justify their shit too. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's more libertarianism is closer, but still, I mean, it's yeah. like actual stuff that did happen. All this peace and love shit didn't happen, and it's not going to happen. We're heading to the fallout wasteland tomorrow. So get ready. <laughs> I, I mean, I think the problem with uh, the problem with the, uh, the the sort of modern left is they're they're so happy to pick on themselves. Like they'll destroy themselves way faster than anybody else will. Man, oh, so I guess real quick, uh, it's the final countdown. We're here with uh, Julian, Rayanne, myself, Keith, uh, Katie, Mike, and Joel, and we're going to get Joel's COVID story as we go. But oh, before yeah. we do, real quick, speaking of COVID and uh, conservatism and craziness, man, I was there's this guy I watch on YouTube who he's like a bodybuilder and he does inspirational stuff, whatever, and he's like, ah, this guy's kind of good, gets me excited about my day sometimes. Somebody sent him a question about, like, ah, it's like so, so American. It's like... Uh, my gym has been closed because of COVID and I want to reopen my gym and the neighborhood is like, doesn't want me to, but I want to, what do you think? And it was the most disappointing answer, <laughs> the most American nonsense where he's like, yeah, you should be able to open your gym. This COVID conspiracy, they're telling us what to do. We're Americans. And I'm just like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I, I just checked today and their death toll is like 79,000. Like, the, like uh, the whole notion of being like an asymptomatic, it's like they've never really? even heard of that. It's like, you can't just reopen your stupid gym. <laughs> I don't know. It just made me so mad. Like, how are, how are Americans that dumb? They're really that dumb. But on the other side, how, on the other end of the spectrum, how is he supposed to get swole? <laughs> this is a very good point that's the thing you don't think about Keith that's your problem Keith you don't think that's why I'm not swole <laughs> it's true the most mad is just that the people that are so upset there needs to be something for them to blame so oh, they yeah. can't just accept that like there's a thing 
that is just out there and it could kill people. They're just like, well, it was planted or it started because of this and it had to be for this reason and this guy's the enemy. There's nobody who's an enemy in the fucking virus. The, the problem is, is once you're down this, everything's a conspiracy uh, rabbit hole. Everything's a fucking conspiracy. That's There's no reality Ameri- anymore. Americans are all conspiracy, all opinion. It's all stupid and that's why I went apeshit. Yeah. That's the thing when that I was, was like, down there because I, oh, I, was, man, I love when you talk about America. You're like on the Keith Club now. You both yeah. fucking hate it. Hate but like, it. even if COVID was some kind of weird conspiracy and did come from somewhere, now that it's there and it's just a disease, isn't getting mad and fighting against COVID basically the same as yelling at a ghost? <laughs> like, I, I think it that's feels like accurate. to me. Yeah, it's just like, what are you talking about? All you have to just chill right now till the ghosts go away. That's the they're only all, option. They're all dumb people, and they're gonna reelect Trump, and we're gonna be stuck with the shit for another four years, and whatever. Like, whatever, um, man. Let's keep our borders closed. That's all I have to say. Yeah, that's what's insane. At least for now. Like, before we started recording, we were just talking a little bit about whatever Demolition Man and like the weird movies of the 90s and what they thought the future was going to be like. But nobody thought Donald Trump would be president and Cosby would be history's worst rapist. You know, like our actual present is worse than the dystopian future envisioned by 1993. It's, it's really true. It's nuts, man. And also like whoever, like it still blows my mind that like, what was it, two months ago? There was like a news report and it was like, everybody stay home. And then we're, we've been here since. Like it just felt like it, it happened overnight and now everything's changed forever. It's weird. Even it really is kind of. It is so scary to think like, if yeah, if anybody told you this, you'd be like, that's fucking terrifying. We went, everyone went home and stayed home for X amount of time. And now the minimum is already two months. Like, yeah. You'd never imagine this would happen. Right? Like, at first it was, like, two weeks. And then I was like, well, maybe another week. And now it's like, we're two months into this bitch. I was slow about it. I think, I don't know if you're the same, but I, the moment that they told us to stay home, I went, this could be the rest of the year. I fully, in my head, immediately went, this is not a short-term thing. So... In my head, the minimum it was going to be was like two months when they were saying mid-May. That was the first they said. And everyone was like, are you kidding me? Two months of it? I fully think that this shit's going to go on for months more. Yeah, I don't oh, think I, I, I've, got it at, I've got it at two years. Well, there's yeah. still that, uh, I mean, there's that thing that floated around that could still happen of like, what if just everyone on the earth gets COVID? You know, that could still be the way this is going to go. <laughs> like, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I read that. That is like... It's going to be like HIV. It's and then, yeah, whoever be like, lives, lives. Yeah. yeah, like, we're supposed to get married in October, and I'm 100% okay with the fact that we're probably not going to get married. I think we're legally going to get married, but I don't think that a party of 100, 150 people is going to happen. Like, it, it might be a Zoom wedding. Who knows? <laughs> That's so we're, sad. We're going to get married in our backyard and whatever. It's well, uh, there's enough room for all of us to keep six feet apart. No. No Joel, one's you're... coming back there. Just dogs. Taylor can come and uh, any other dog, but no one else. Okay. You want to go to a wedding? You want to go to a wedding yeah. by yourself? <laughs> yeah. 
So I guess uh, in the the uh, spirit of the apology cast, just to be on the safe side, let's apologize to Scarborough Dude again. Probably said something in there. So just to be on the safe oh, side. Definitely. I, I apologize. I'm sorry. I, I said shit that was deliberately produ- provocative to piss you off. So I, I apologize. I, I'm all for the preemptive apology. Just, yep. just in case anything we've said upsets you, I would like to apologize in advance. And I I apologize for not remembering the movie On the Road. I think I watched it. (laughs) The movie? (laughs) Directed by Jack Kerouac. All right, this is just getting worse and worse. So, uh, oh my God. Hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) Even I know that. Sorry, Sorry, it sounded like you were doing a lot of uh, research there, Professor Katie. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's a a book, but I remember that I saw the movie about the book. Tell us more about the movie. I'm curious, what happens in the movie? I, I, always I don't meant know, to read... but there was this really hot guy. That... <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you uh... mean the... Oh, no, that's not it. <laughs> and, he was, and he was on the road. And <laughs> Oh, are you talking about that Che Guevara movie? <laughs> there was this really hot guy, you guys, and he was uh-huh. on the road. <laughs> oh. Jack Kerouac's road trip. And, and he married the gr- other girl that was blonde named Kirsten. I don't know. <laughs> Are you talking about Fury Road? Mad Max's Fury Road? I don't Cause, know. Cause I don't even know exactly where we are right now. <laughs> His name is Jared Hedlund. <laughs> he was in the movie <laughs> On the Road. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so we started this whole thing. Anyway, Before we started recording. It was like, oh, we have to start it with an apology. It certainly did not start as an apology. It started with, so Scarborough dude is mad at my hand. <laughs> then we got into that. So we didn't even apologize for last week, let alone this. I think you're just mad because you don't know anything about the beat generation. <laughs> I am mad. I'm really mad. <laughs> You know, oh, Ryan, I, 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 I do have to know how it feels to be bested by Katie in a match of wits. <laughs> I honestly, I'm so up for it. Let's fucking go, Katie. <laughs> I think she's already crushed you, to be honest. I think this is I'm not like Brandy, sure. the boy is mine, because the boy is mine. <laughs> oh, this is this is calling for a game show. I, I have some Trivial Pursuit cards from the '80s here. Let's do this shit. <laughs> I was just going to say, Ray versus Katie. If we okay, were in COVID pink. times, this would be the we're ultimate time dummy. to go in the back room of the Imperial and get Scarborough dude to do some kind of like beats trivia game with us. It would be perfect. Just so we could settle which one of you isn't the real intellectual giant here. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask you each a Trivial Pursuit question from the '80s. Okay. And uh, whoever just... gets, we'll we'll do something very. Um, Let's easy. say a thousand points. A thousand points per question. Is it just so, Rayanne and Katie? Yeah, just Rayanne and Katie. All right. Unless like a, a short period of time goes by and you know they. So somebody could steal. Yeah. So let's start um, very easily. We'll start with geography. Oh God. The and beads began mind, in which American state? Canadian geography has changed since the 80s, so this will be a challenge. How many Canadian provinces don't have official mottos? Oh, Wait, is this easy. Canadian? 
Trivial says, Pursuit? No, it's six. You, it is, yeah. God damn, who the fuck <laughs> Katie says six? Mm, I don't know. Trick question. <laughs> Seven. Uh, the answer is three, and I have no idea which ones. Yeah, can we just okay. quickly diverge here for a sec? So you said provinces motto? Yeah. What was that? So does anyone here, we've got three different provinces, Ooh. four if we count uh, Rand's origin. Want, I know Ontario's. Does, Ooh. Yeah, does anyone know their provinces? Oh, damn it! Yeah. No, it, wrong. It's a place to grow. Next. Um, yeah, Alberta I, is wild rose country. I definitely don't know New Brunswick's. Like, maybe, maybe yours is one of the three. Maybe, New actually. I know that yeah. our uh, flag used to have a little rowboat, their little uh, oars on the boat, but they took them out because they thought that uh, signified slavery, which it uh, did. Oh, <laughs> so maybe the, the model used to be go row yourself, and then they were like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Computer, <laughs> what's New Brunswick's <laughs> province motto? Fuck you, eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> what about, Ryan? do you know Newfoundland's? No, I'm trying to see. I know my cities. It's the city of stately elms. And there's a lot of Dutch elm disease here, so that backfired a little. This that, is, yeah. um, it, says it's, it says it's a Latin phrase. That wouldn't be right. Oh, it's having a time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> having a time. <laughs> <laughs> Popping a wheelie, having a <laughs> All right, next. Next question. Uh, what comic juggler was the first American to headline at Paris's Folle Berger? Does oh. anybody know any jugglers? <laughs> yeah, I don't like that American in there. I have no idea. I, I I know the name of this person, but I don't know about it? them. W.C. Fields? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, sure. Like, it, yeah. Anyway, that's that's it. You both lose. Oh. Everybody loses. You can't say it was just Katie and I. Those were impossible. No, you both lost. All right, Even now, the listeners, should they exist, have lost. <laughs> they also lost. Oh, yeah. Let's do me and Mike head-to-head. Two more. Two more questions. Okay, two more? Okay. Do me first. <clears throat> Uh, do you want to pick a category? Uh, what do I? What are my options? Geography, most, entertainment. Canadian oh, option. Uh, okay, here's a here's a good one. Are there volcanoes in Canada? Uh, I'm going to say oh, a no. yes or no question. You're going to say no. That's right. No, I'm going to say yes. We had impossible questions, and they got a yes or no question. <laughs> yeah. Oh, favoring the men. Favoring oh, okay, okay. I'm just going to say Mike was correct. Yes, there are. On the road. <laughs> okay, fine. We got fine. those ice volcanoes. Stop with the movies. Yeah, uh, let's see. Give us an entertainment question. Is it about the movie On the Road? Here, here's one. What, what flies jeans is David Suzuki famed for experimenting with? Oh, what flies, jeans? Well, obviously, yeah. the housefly. Uh, Keith? Oh, sorry. I wasn't listening. Uh, <laughs> which flies... Fly jeans. <laughs> which flies DNA... Which flies jeans did uh, David Suzuki uh, experiment with? Oh, man. <laughs> which fly? This is fucking really boring. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. I'll say fruit fly. I don't know. Yeah, you ding. You got it. Nice. Oh, bummer. All right. Well, that was uh, our apology segment. We apologize <laughs> once again to all the listeners. <laughs> so, yeah, Joel, we didn't get your COVID story last time. And I'm curious, because uh, obviously we'll uh, keep the uh, location of Joel's work a highly guarded secret. But I remember when this shit first went down, I saw you post on Twitter or something that your job was still trying to make you go to work and you had to tell yeah. them to fuck themselves. I'm like, man, what is, that's so insane. Cause obviously within days, the whole world had shut down, but like, what was their problem? Well, so the thing is, is that, um, uh, the salt mine that I work at, um, has a lot of middlemen and I would consider my boss as one of them. And she went on vacation during this entire thing. So she was away from my crazy in itself. Right. So she was emailing me from Mexico on March break, telling me that I couldn't just go home. And I'm like, uh, no, that's not what's happening. I'm going home. I can already tell she's an asshole because March break, it was like days after we were already told, like, stay. Exactly. But, you know, people got to book their vacations. It's all about their time. Right. So. Anyway, uh, so that was really annoying. And I said, yeah, like, we had this uh, phone conversation where I, I basically said, I will, uh, listen, the Salt Union has uh, basically said that they recommend this as well. And um, if, if you don't allow me to leave, I'm going to go to them. And then and I'm like, very pleasantly, I'm like, this, this, is, a, this is a safety issue. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not getting my family sick because you feel I sh- should be around and I'm not, I'm not a central ground staff. Like yeah, I'm you not. Do, you do stuff with computers and shit, right? It's not like you're yeah. fucking making burritos to hand out to people. They don't need you there. I don't know. No, I, I'm a, I, like, I'm a graphic designer. I design um, salt-based materials <laughs> and, um, and those salt-based materials sometimes are, um, like some of them are physical things that I have to put up in real spaces, but 90% of my work could be done from home. Yeah. They can hire some monkeys and stuff to hang up banners and things. Right. I assume that's what they're doing I, I, now. That's what they do. That's what they do. Uh, but man, talk about vindication, right? Where it's like, Hey, look at this. Yeah, Us, totally. The entire earth is closed. How about that? <laughs> you, could you be more wrong? Well, I hope and you said that. the next phone call was, well, what a difference 24 hours makes. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> so, I'm just picturing you in the salt job. That's every time you describe something, I'm picturing you working in a salt mine and doing, making salt-based materials. <laughs> like oh, Zoolander when he's got the black lung. <laughs> exactly. Specifically pink salt, like Himalayan salt. Oh, the Himalayan salt for all these lamps. Right. Like a, like I've been... I've been I've been so... Oh, sorry. This fucking Zoom, everyone's always interrupting each other. I apologize. No worries. Was it the apology okay. session then? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, uh, about, about the Himalayan sea salt lamps, I've been lately on this YouTube tear of like watching flat earth videos and watching <laughs> scientists debunk like the flat earth nonsense. Like just basically not debunk because they don't need to be debunked. It's nonsense. But... Uh, scientists just like trolling the dumb shit that they say uh, and it's so much fun to watch it's so much fun post the link post one in the group i want to watch one yeah 
like here's the 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 problem with the flat earth um the flat earth people is that it's not as awesome as the hollow earth people (laughs) i think the hollow earth people are way better what's their thing uh well the earth is hollow and that there's a sun inside the earth and that people just live like upside down inside the earth okay well, the I like the flat Earth because it's like their whole thing, and everyone's just completely uneducated idiots, and they have no I, no concept of like science. But like their whole thing is that you know you should believe what you see and not what science tells you to believe, and they think that like and so they'll just look at the world and they'll be like, well, look, how could I see that mountain if the Earth was round? <laughs> and it's like to them that's science, you know. Ah. Uh... I yeah. love that shit. I and learned then, about Pizzagate recently. I didn't realize that was a thing. What's that? Yeah, that that's uh, that's a foundation of the Q movement, basically. Oh, well, I, I got to hear about all of this shit. Pizzagate, it. it's called. Yeah, it's it's that the Clintons and I all about it. Oh, Pizzagate, the 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 that Hillary Clinton owned a pizza restaurant that did terrorism or something. No, no, yeah. pedophile. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, that's a kind of terrorism. <laughs> yeah, and yet the guy who's supposed to save everybody is Donald Trump, who has a fucking creepy relationship with his own daughter. Yeah, I like right? watch a documentary about like fake news because I because I have been like rereading all my university stuff, which is all about like propaganda through media, and right. it's, like blown my mind. Like oh, it's, it's crazy. Back in the university mode. Well, yeah, because I have all my notes from university and I'm bored, so I'm just like rereading like about propaganda and media. And all you do is turn on the net on TV, and there's Trump spruing his propaganda, and then you change it to a Canadian channel, and it's like so different. Yeah, it's quite amazing, like the the difference between the two the two countries. Anyway, man, can okay. I say so? Uh, I've got this is a it's a tough recommendation for people to swallow, but for flat Earth shit, it's one of the best flat Earth things I've ever seen. So, you guys, I'm sure are familiar with the YouTuber Logan Paul, who is famous for filming a dead guy in the suicide forest. Yeah, yeah. No, so he's I'm not, but thanks. Oh well, he's he's this YouTube guy that everyone hates because he's a fucking jock douchebag guy, but. In reality, he's super smart. Like, he got a full academic scholarship for college and stuff. He's not a dumb guy. He's just uh, a fucking douchebag. He made this whole documentary where he infiltrated basically flat earth people because everyone thinks he's stupid. And, oh, man, it's so it's like double genius. Like, he went to the flat earth people and he, like, filmed all this stuff and made a documentary about it. And they just accepted him in while he just debunked them and made fun of them. But he also kind of trolled, like, the whole internet. Because when he put out the trailer, everyone is just like, yeah, fucking Logan Paul, he's so stupid. What a flat earther. What a fucking, as if he couldn't be fucking stupider. And then when the thing came out, it was like this genius takedown of flat earthers. It's fucking awesome. It was a really good move for him because he truly was so fucking hated. Like every video, not like that was the video that took him down. But like every video other than that was like weird pranks or weird just being a nuisance to like people in other countries and being like just a gross kid. Like they were so inappropriate. Everything had some like weird racist tone to it. And then finally he got in mega trouble for filming a suicide. Yeah. It's like one of those cases where it's like a terrible thing 
helped because he's like way like i kind of like his stuff now he's way more down to earth but his old shit is so obnoxious and just so annoying and it's like kid you need to shut up you would would be into that do you ever because you want you watch tana did you like okay what is going on did they split up jake paul and tana Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Tana Manjo's videos lately are, like, scary about how depressed she was and on drugs. And, like, ugh, I'm glad she's doing better. I've in a while. She's a lot. They're both, um, like, they're both YouTubers that are, like, young, out of control, just influencer types. But they're, like, dumb and do dumb shit all the time. And then they got together and they're, like, like Tana won YouTube Creator of the Year at the last whatever streamies or whatever that award show is like she's one of the biggest in the world and then so is he then they got together and it was all this drama and oh this actually brings up i love it this is something actually i was thinking about bringing up as a topic that you just uh, reminded me of ran is uh like it's weird with these people when like this hannah manjo chick she's got millions of followers and shit and she's got a mtv show but when i first found her she had like twenty thousand subscribers she was nothing so i like I'm always kind of going to be on her side no matter what, because I knew her when she was just some weird teenager. And I was thinking about that. Like, does anyone have stories about that, of like people that you liked and you were down with? Because I was also thinking about it because of that story we told last episode about Joel and uh, the dude from the university. What's his name? Jordan Peterson. Um, Jordan Peterson. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Like these people that, you know, you like listen to them, you're like, oh, that's pretty cool, whatever. And then later down the road, you're like, oh, wow, that's well, it's funny. It's funny. It's like with that particular guy is uh, I got into his stuff kind of a little bit before the transgender pronoun stuff happened. Right. And then that happened. I was like, okay, yeah, okay. I can see the point. And then the more I listened to him, the more the, the worst shit started getting. And then to a point where I was just like, yeah, I think I'm done now. I don't know much about that guy, but I do I do remember, yeah, like at the time, his whole thing, in case people don't know, was uh, they were trying to legally enforce that professors needed to use the pronouns that students wanted them to use, yeah. which sounds nice on the surface. It's just when you legally make anything required, that's just one step too far. And he was like, this is one step too yeah. far. So that aspect, it's like, yeah, okay, someone's got to be the bad guy just so we don't have crazy laws that are just going to cause people problems in 40 years. But uh, other than that, I don't know much about the guy. Well, that's that's kind of where that was the point where I kind of tuned out of him. Like, he's essentially he's a self help guy. That's that's what he does. Well, the and, one I was uh, thinking of that hyper. Sorry, <laughs> don't mean to cut you off. No, no, I was just thinking I'd forgotten all about this, but this happened to me with. Uh, I did this episode of my XO podcast years ago where it was like people talking about being lovesick and stuff, just different clips from different people. And this one guy, I really liked what he had to say. He's talking about how, you know, you can't like make someone else your purpose in life. You got to find your own purpose in life. And then another person can join you on the, the journey, but you can't make the other person the journey and all this stuff. And I'm like, this guy's really cool. I like him. And I started watching him on YouTube. And I don't know if anyone will remember this name, but his name was Julian Blanc. He's literally banned from Canada. because <laughs> It's like this news story that didn't last that long, but it was a huge thing at the time because he was in Japan giving a talk. And I don't know if he ever actually did this or he was just being a weird boaster, but he was talking about how girls are so demure in Japan that you can literally just as you walk down the street, grab their tits and they won't do anything. And it was like an international incident because what a piece of garbage. 
who says that, let alone does that? And yeah, yeah I was like, if you look this guy up, like, again, it was just a blip, but he's literally banned from a bunch of countries, including Canada. And I'm like, uh, unsubscribe. Because <laughs> like, I didn't know he was going to do that. I thought he was cool. Yeah. I have a, I have a, I have a version of, you really feel guilt about that kind of thing because it's bad people have good ideas as well. It's just like the only thing you can do is be like, I, they suck like this. I don't like this person, but like you can't be mad at yourself for liking them once upon a time when they said something that was reasonable. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna say I have, my version of that is, uh, is almost worse. I would say, uh, more offensive. I, uh, and maybe I've told you this story before. I, I was uh, like hotboxing uh, my car. I think I'm pretty sure I was with Craig too back when I was in university. Sure. And then, you know, you appreciate, this is my excuse, you appreciate music more maybe in that state. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. And I remember a song came on the radio and I was just like, oh my God, this is the best song I've ever heard. I love this song so much. This is the best song I've ever written. I was convinced. I was like, and then for, after I sobered up for a long time after that, I was like, this song is the best. Uh, and history did not um, hold up on that one uh, because that song was none other than How You Remind Me by Nickelback. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, uh, yeah. <laughs> With Nickelback, like they had a, a first album before that that was actually kind of good. Me and Craig talk about it sometimes. Like, yeah, Nickelback was kind of good. And that was their second album. And I would say even that song, was kind of their last really good song. It just, it got way overplayed and it just, and then they only put out worse than that songs ever yeah. since. So it was that one-two punch of like, I can't hear this anymore. And it, they just keep putting out worse versions of it. I, I think, I think my, my age is actually what made me dislike them because they sounded really derivative of everything I'd been listening to as a teenager. So when they came out, I'm like, uh, this is just like a rehash of fucking grunge and it's not as good. And so I just ripped oh, wrote them go. off. Can I tell you the two songs that I thought it was going to be when I was trying to guess ahead of time, I thought it was either going to be come my lady, come, come my lady, you're my butterfly, <laughs> sugar, baby. Or, I actually don't mind that song. Yeah, that it's okay. bad, right? And then yeah. for some reason, the other one I was like, I hope it's not this one was, can you take me higher? Pretty close oh. to that. <laughs> not too far away from <laughs> that close, I guess. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, I think uh, these COVID shows, they're probably better when they're not super long. But before we go, just to wrap things up, uh, I guess just in general, Joel, how have you been feeling about this long time lockdown? Uh, it's been all right. Like we've actually managed to um, reorganize our house, which was like a huge, huge deal. I don't know. It's fine. I, I feel like with two kids, I, like I, I feel like I'm busier just being at home than I would be like if I was going to work every day. It's fine. I don't know. I'm high a lot. I, I <laughs> that that's how I solve most of it. Yeah, I do wonder what it must be like. I mean, it's, since everybody here uh, basically can work from home, it must be a different situation if you're waiting to go back to work. That must be weird. But I guess it's really just kind of a little bit of a shift. For Yeah, like r- right now I'm, um, I'm on mandatory vacation right now. So I, I, uh, it means that uh, I have to take my vacation days, which might be leading up to a layoff. I don't know. 
Yeah, the, the 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 salt people are being real salty about this shit. So, <laughs> well, nothing worse than people shaking their fists and yelling at ghosts, right? Yep, that's right. Bitch well, can't well, slice. We were recording <laughs> last time, but I've dealt with a lot of salty people lately, so we'll talk. Well, let's. Uh, obviously, the uh, obvious song I could play at the end would be Nickelback's "How You Remind Me," but let's uh, let's do some kind of vote right now and pick something else. What else can we play? What about um? I got what's that song? Uh, I got a fever of a hundred and three. Hot blooded, hot blooded. Any content. I'm afraid it does have to be that. (laughs) 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 All right. uh, uh, Ghost ingredients, bitch slices. Slice it up. Slicing. Ghost ghost town. Ghost town. Always be your woman. I apologize to everyone and everything that needs to be apologized to. Why did we never do this 10 years ago when we actually needed to be apologizing? When I said on the road movie, I was joking. I know it's about a It's too bad we don't have this recorded so that we can always hear how not joking. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>